It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Fenway Rundown, the premier podcast for all things Boston Red Sox. You know, people harp on the last place thing, but essentially what's important is the record. If the Red Sox want people to start thinking the ownership cares, then maybe they should talk. This is the Fenway Rundown, brought to you by Mass Live. Here are your hosts, Chris Cotillo and Sean McAdam. Here with... Red Sox manager Alex Gore. I think it's been a long time since you've been on the Fenway Rundown. I know you're always very excited to join us. Uh, I'll start with this. Personally, how do you assess the 2023 season for the Red Sox? Broad question, but an important one. Yeah, tough one. Tough season. Uh, you know, we we felt like at one point in the season we were going to make it to the playoffs. Uh, we were playing good baseball. We were right there, and then uh, for two weeks we ran out of gas. You know, and the timing was awful. You know. Uh, Seattle got hot, you know, and Toronto played well, and you know they 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 took advantage of that situation. They did what they were supposed to do, and we didn't. How do you? Obviously, this is not you know, your first year, your second year in this chair. At this point, like, do you do kind of a reassessment of your performance every year going into, especially after a last place finish, what you can do better? Um, I did it after 18, so that's mm-hmm. that's what we do. You know, we do it. Uh, you know, you take every season. As, as what it is, right? And in 18, it was great. In 19, it was okay. Uh, 21 was solid, and the last two have been a disappointment. So, uh, there's a few things that um, you know. Last year, uh, me and Heim did in September uh, to to address the off season, just to see how the program was running. This year is a little bit different, right? Because uh, we don't have Heim here, uh, but at the same time, there's some guys that are running the organization. But from my from my standpoint, kind of like ask questions. Uh, what should we do better? Uh, you know, connect with the players. Uh, we got some veterans that come from winning situations in the past. Uh, what was good? What was bad? What, or what was good? Or what we can do better? That's the way I see it. And um, just start planning for for next year. Uh, it's very important, as you know. It was a big off season, and now it became bigger, right? Uh, ownership. They have to make a decision what's going to happen in the upcoming weeks. You know, as far as like. You know the structure that we're gonna have and who's gonna be here running the organization. And from my end, kind of like you know, uh, probably get to know somebody or keep working with other people, and uh, and hopefully we can have a great, solid offseason, understanding where we at right now. And there's a lot of good things happen roster-wise, and be ready for for next year. I think something Heim talked about all the time was the emergence of the core. We've seen that all year with Casas, you know, Wong, Duran, Bayo, Crawford, all these guys. Do you feel like you're in a, a lot better spot looking forward than you were a year ago or even two years ago when you had that run? I mean, the thing is that uh, um, 
last year our young players didn't perform, right? And, uh, you know, obviously we were in that transition. You know, Bobby struggled. Tristan was coming up. So we decided to go with uh, Cassis in September. Uh, we saw it coming in a sense, right, uh, that he was going to be good. Jaron, you know, struggled throughout. Jeter Downs, all those guys. This year, the, the kids that came up, they performed. You know, Duval gets her right away. And Jaron, you know, was probably the best player in baseball for like three weeks, right? And then he struggled, and then he ended up playing well. He gets hurt. Uh, Casas, the progression throughout the season was fun to watch. Uh, then you can see you see guys like Abreu, right? And you see Valdez, and um, you know Connor Wong is becoming an everyday player behind the plate. And uh, there's certain days that people don't talk too much about it. There's a lot of rookies out there, but we feel like on a daily basis we can perform at this level. We can be, win ball games. Uh, pitching wise, we got something that uh, other organizations would love to have is uh, good, cheap uh, pitching, right? Uh, you got Haug and Crawford and Winkowski, Murphy, you know, guys that came up here and they did an amazing job. Um, obviously, you know, I don't know what the offseason is going to bring, but I do feel very comfortable with this group of guys, understanding that uh, they're going to go through up and downs like every other uh, young group, but uh, we keep preaching the game. You help them out this, uh, this month. You know, to kind of like this is what we want, this is what we expect, and uh, they'll be ready for the uh, spring training. As you look at this roster-wise, what do you feel like the biggest needs you have are? Like, I think from the outside looks like, you know, maybe a horse at the start of the rotation, but what, how do you kind of assess it? Uh, I do believe we need, you know, innings from the starting rotation. Uh, that's, that's, that's very clear. Uh, you know, right now we're in a run that, you know, guys are giving us six innings, and you see the quality of baseball, right? right. And uh, for X or Y reason... You know, our defense put him in a bad spot, too. It's not only the guys on the mound. You know, we, we didn't play good defense for a while. I think defense has been better now that Trevor is playing almost every day at shortstop. You see the improvement of Rafi the last month, you know. And uh, Cassis did a better job towards the end. Uh, the outfield defense was okay, wasn't great. Doogie has been amazing in right field. Obviously, we asked Duvall to play center field, and he's he's been solid. But, you know, it's not uh, like a Kiermaier type of guy. And then... Massa, he's who he is, you know, and uh, he's a, a good offensive player that needs to work into his defense. But that's something that we talk about it throughout the season. Uh, it just, you know, we knew coming into it, this is the personality we have. We expected to hit, pitch a, a little bit better, but we didn't see the defense uh, play that bad early in the season. And, uh, you know, but going back to the question, you know, those first six innings are huge. You know, they're very important, uh, especially with the way the schedule is, right? We went through a stretch there, then. I think it was June and July. We had so many off days, and we were able to survive. But then when it got heavy, 16 games in 16 days, you know, we weren't able to to survive that, and it put us in a bad spot. How have you changed as a manager, kind of in your own words, since you started in 18? If there are any big differences that you've really noticed over the last five years? I'm able to sleep, to be honest with you. Uh, I understand that uh, you're going to go through up and downs throughout, and uh, it's part of 162, right? Uh, not every year you're going to win a World Series championship. Um, not every year you're going to have solid seasons, right? And uh, I, I'm getting to understand that now. Uh, the work stays at home. I mean, in the clubhouse. Yeah, I mean, when the family's gone, then I can take advantage of my downtime and, and work from the house. But uh, at the same time, kind of like the balance in my life is very important. It's something that uh, has made me better as a, you know, as a man, you know, and that's something I, I, I 
understood a little bit last year and understood this year, and uh, I think it's, it's making me better. You're about to probably meet your third you know, GM or president of baseball operations, whatever the title will be. It's kind of unusual for a manager to have you know, three different people during your tenure. What do you want to see in this hire? I mean, what what are the qualities that you want in this person to be? I think uh, you know, Dave and and Heim, they have their their strength and and they were really good about it. And uh, you know, we'll see what the future holds. You know, I'm not here. I'm not the one that makes the decisions. You know, uh, I understand that uh, I'm here. I still have one more year left. Let's see what the future holds. You know, but uh, I do believe we're in a good spot. And as you know, I I, I hate the whole like Dave era and Heim era, I think it's the Red Sox era, right? And uh, uh, both of them, they did an amazing job putting this product together. Yeah, we had up and downs, but you start looking around and you feel good about what we have. And whoever is going to run the show next year and the upcoming years uh, understands that this is Boston, of course, you know, and there's going to be noise and all that stuff. But at the end, what matters is this, you know, and uh, I think we're in a better place in a sense this year because of the kids, the way they play. So we'll see what the future holds. I wasn't in Toronto, but it seemed like you tried to take yourself out of the running and clear the air on you know, not being interested in that position. I'm just, where, where I'm at right now, you know, I'm, I'm I turn 48 next year. I got one more year of my contract. Let's see what the future holds. But I feel like this is where we belong, you know, in, in the dugout, trying to lead this organization to another championship. That's my goal right now. Obviously, the future is the future. But as a family, we feel very comfortable to what we're doing, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, it doesn't give you too much flexibility. But at the same time, we're very comfortable uh, with me being the manager of the Red Sox and everything that comes with it. I think you've said before you don't see yourself being a major league manager for 20, 25 years, right? I mean, how do you see kind of your career progressing from this point? I know you have the year left, but if you were to project it, what would it be? Um, I don't know. Win a few championships, you know, and... uh, and then see what the future holds. You know, uh, my kids are six, and I think they, um, you know, they're very important to us. Uh, I don't want to be, you know, not present, you know, in, in their development, you know, as, 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 as human beings. That's the most important thing. Yeah, can we move to, to Boston and be there the whole, the whole time? Yeah, but as you know, uh, I think the last time we talked in this, uh, this podcast, you know, it was 85 and you were in 30-degree weather, right. so... Uh, we love to be around our family, you know, uh, they're very important. Uh, the language thing is important for us to try to keep our roots, you know, and, and for the kids to understand what it is to be a, a Puerto Rican. That's something that we, I take a lot of pride and uh, we're going to try to do that as long as possible. What the future holds, I don't know, you know, uh, but like I said, I'm, I'm not here to be Tito Francona or Tony La Russa. I think there's more in life than just being a manager and uh, we'll see what happens. I remember sitting with you in the dugout in 18 and you looking out and being like, you know, Fenway's my office. How incredible is this? And really appreciating every day. Do you love it as much as you did the summer of 18? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that's what get, uh, keep me going. You know, uh, you come to places like this, you go to Toronto. It's awesome. It's great. But, uh, you know, and you look around certain games that, you know, the teams are in the hunt and there's a lot of empty seats, you know, and, uh, you know, at Fenway, we're in last place and uh, there's, you know, it's a packed house. People bring the energy. Uh, you know, we got so many people that are, 
coming from other organizations and the way they talk about Fenway, it makes you realize that it's a special place. And there's certain times that we take it for granted. You take it for granted too. You know, mm -hmm. you grew up uh, rooting for a team and now you work at Fenway and you're like, oh, this is Fenway Park. This is what I do. But then when people talk about Fenway Park, you're like, oh yeah, this is special. It's still special. We love it. Uh, I love it as an individual. I love it as a manager and uh, my family enjoys it. And I know there's a lot of friends that they, they enjoy going to Fenway because of the experience. The last topic, but just personally, what have the last five, six days been like for you? Yeah, it's, it's been tough. You know, uh, Haim is, is, is a good guy, and uh, he gave everything to the organization to make it work. Obviously, like I always said, that, that, that standing in front of us in the, in the first base dugout at Fenway Park tells you the story. And uh, I agree with Haim, um, not with Haim, with Sam, you know, like this is from top to bottom. You know, we, we have to check ourselves and, and make it better because finishing last place, fourth place, is not acceptable. You know, we play... 162 to, to get into the tournament, and we haven't done that the last two years, although there's a small window still, right? But uh, from my end, it, it's been tough. Uh, you never expect people to not be with you the whole season, and that's from players to the grinders in the clubhouse, obviously to the front office, coaches, and all that. But, uh, you know, we just got to keep going. Um, I'm doing everything possible. To, to see where we, we, if we miss something, something that we need to fix uh, for the rest of the season and obviously uh, going into next year. And uh, I, I've been asking a lot of questions, talking to players, talking to coaches, what can we do better? And that's what I'm doing right now. And then I said, you know, I'll, I'll check what, what I can do better and hopefully it works for next year. Why do you think the whole thing about a rift between you and Heim became a story? Was that something that was just overblown from your end? Um, I believe so, you know, from my end, you know, we have a good relationship and uh, like in every business and I told you a few days ago, you know, you're going to agree and disagree in certain things, but at the end of the day, you know, there were a lot of decisions that, you know, I, I was like, mm, are we going that route? And then we went that route and it worked, you know, and uh, I respect him as a, as a person, I respect him as a baseball executive. Uh, he's going to be fine, you know, he, he's going to get another job in a few years or whenever and he's going to kill it, you know, because he, he has passion, he has the knowledge and he has the patience. And uh, from my end, you know, uh, you know, I give everything, you know, for to make it work, you know, on the field. Um, you know, we've been, we finished last twice, you know, and that's on us, you know, the performance on the field. And uh, whoever comes in, we can try to do everything possible to be better and hopefully we can play in the tournament next week, next year. This has been the Fenway Rundown, brought to you by Mass Live.